No more game. The Mindset Digital Podcast. Three, two, one. Okay, just let me ch- tell me your name again. Emma. Okay, so we're going to chat a little bit. Then we're going to look at this thing. Okay. And hopefully it's going to make me laugh. <laughs> I hope so. Can you ready? Shall we begin? Let's begin now. Welcome to the Mindset Digital Podcast. Insights and analysis from the intersection of social media, learning, and technology. In this episode, the Mindset Digital team realizes things are going missing in their digital world, and we explore why disappearing is apparently the new black. We look at Snapchat's recent update and what it tells us about their strategy to conquer your phone. And Mike the Toolman Taylor makes a triumphant return to the podcast. Plus, we meet Emma, the soft-spoken intern, as she tries to serve up something on the internet guaranteed to make you laugh. And producer Jessica James sits down with Pete to explain why the entire podcast disappeared from iTunes for more than a week. Was it a technical glitch or user error? And speaking of user error, here's Mindset Digital Creative Director Pete Brown. Really? Alrighty. Thanks, Bria. Hey, everyone. This is our episode about disappearing things. And there's a couple of reasons why it's come about. First is, our last episode, episode three, uh, was all about live streaming services. And as I think back to it, you know, we started out talking about Meerkat, which was one of the first live streaming apps that really got some mainstream market attention. And we learned in our last episode that they are no longer going to do that. They are disappearing from that landscape. Of course, on Periscope, which is Twitter's live streaming app, your scopes disappear after 24 hours. But luckily, there was a third-party service called Catch with a K, which you could use to to save a copy of your periscopes. Uh, right before we published that episode, Catch, which was supposed to be the subject of our tool time segment, announced that they were disappearing, that they were discontinuing their service for reasons that I'm still not entirely clear on. But once that happened, that meant we had to also disappear the tool time segment from episode three. And of course, episode two was devoted entirely to Snapchat, which is built all around disappearing content. And since we've published episode two, Snapchat's had a major update. It occurred to me that we should check back in with Wiener to hear a little bit more about what Snapchat is doing and what it tells us about their overall direction. Mike the Toolman Taylor makes a triumphant return to the podcast, this time with a bookmarking service which prevents your bookmarks from disappearing when you go home and start using a different computer. And as always, we have something on the internet guaranteed to make you laugh. It's summertime as I record that, and that means we've got more interns in the office, and you're going to meet one today. Before we get to any of that, we need to talk about the biggest disappearance of all, which is the fact that this entire podcast disappeared for about a week from the iTunes store entirely. And when we started the podcast, we said we're going to share this experience with you all. As we learn the ups and downs of podcasting, we're going to talk about them on the podcast. So to dig into how and why we disappeared and how we reappeared, I'm going to bring in one of our producers, Jessica James. Repeat, this is not a drill. Okay, so joining me now is Jessica James. JJ, hello. Hi, how are you? You're going to remember you were on the last podcast. Yep. One of our subject matter experts, and you've been producing the podcast since the get-go. Yes. I want you to talk about, let's just say, across the world, there are likely millions and millions of people who, from late April to early May, woke up every morning and thought, I better go check and see if there's a new Mindset Digital podcast. And they were met with bitter disappointment. What happened? It didn't get pushed out. We had all these grand plans. We were super excited about the mega stream. Everything was set in our 
SoundCloud account. We loaded it and waited patiently. Just to describe how it works, SoundCloud is basically where our podcasts live. That's right. And then they are fed out to these other places, to iTunes, to Stitcher, to TuneIn by RSS. Yep. Do you know what that stands for? Real. Yeah, Real, real simple, simple Syndication. Sy- yes, that's it. I love that. I just love whoever invented it. It's like, you know, this is a pretty simple way to syndicate content. What should I call it? So uh, an RSS feed goes out. And that's so when we say we're not in iTunes, we're really never there. What's in iTunes is a link to find us. Right. It's just a better way for us to manage the account. So should something change with our podcast or we change the name and come up with something better, we can just change it once instead of four times across the platforms. Do you just a, a, a question? Do you really think we should change the name of the podcast? No. Okay. I'm just saying if something better should come along at some point and one of us have a stroke of genius. Like the Pete Brown show. Yeah. That's what it is anyway. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> we think that there was a problem with the RSS feed. Yes. And it took us a long time to figure this out. And yeah. I checked SoundCloud. We went to their help page. And yeah, what was it like dealing with help? I believe it's like podcasts at apple.com. That was special. 48 hours to Apple doesn't really mean 48 hours. Yeah, I seem to remember, first of all, let's just be clear, listeners, this was not an unstressful week (laughs) for us here (laughs) at the office. And this um, new wrinkle of the disappearing podcast didn't help. Uh, But we would send an email and they would say, we'll get back to you in 48 hours. Mm -hmm. But it was typically like three to five days. Yeah. And then they, once the issue was resolved, they're like, it'll be up in 24 hours. Yeah. I almost feel like when I look back at it, like, because we first started out, we're just like, hey, what's going on? Because it it wasn't like our podcast was in the store with the first two episodes. Right. It was gone entirely. Yeah, it was completely gone from iTunes in general. Right. Yeah. And once we fixed the feed, it updated right away on our other channels, mm-hmm. and it was fine. But on iTunes, still nothing. No. And so what we think happened, tell me if this is right, is that they just removed it. Yeah. And they didn't really give us a solid explanation on it. They did email us back with not posting new content they'll remove your account. Yeah, and it was like one sentence that they sent. Yeah. When we started, we said, let's do one a month until we get better at this and then go to two a month if we can. Uh, But about five weeks had passed between episode two and episode three. And that doesn't seem unusually long to me. No, but I think that maybe iTunes is getting so inundated with everybody wanting to do podcasts that if you don't have a lot of relevance or you're not getting a lot of traction and it's been a significant amount of time, then maybe they just think, oh, these guys have given up. So possibly they removed it because the feed was dead. They might have like seen, oh, it's been five weeks. Let's check it. Mm -hmm. And then when you recheck the feed, there was nothing there because the feed wasn't working quite right. right. My takeaway, there were a couple takeaways. One is not to get stressed out when this happens, right? Because, and and if you remember, so episode three was published, it was working on SoundCloud, it was embedded in our blog, but we held off on promoting it because we're like, if it's not in iTunes, why why should we even? Like we started writing them and at first we're like, hey, what's up? (laughs) And like, if we did it again, I'd be like, all right, Apple, (laughs) this is what's happened. Here are the things that we've checked. You know what I mean? Because that three to five days of back and forth was just painful. It's like a lot of, of help places, right? They give you a form to fill out. And then you send it in, and when you finally get to a person, they just want all that information again. Right. You know? But I noticed, too, in iTunes, like, we went in, and we said, let's update the feed. And we updated it, and we're like, all right, within a few hours, this mm-hmm. is going to be up. And then we'd go back, and it would say deleted. <laughs> we all dove into the research here, right? Because mm-hmm. you get removed if you have a copyright violation. All, all this stuff, which, you know, is our business to know, and it's certainly, like, 
it wasn't vulgar, right? No. Since it was gone, when we tried to update the feed, I just think the system was like, I don't know what to do with this because there's no actual show here. Yeah, what I really learned from this is that TuneIn and Stitcher must have a much simpler concept or back end because we just updated our SS feed and it was fine. Yeah. Whereas iTunes, it was not. Yeah. And it took quite a bit of labor yeah. to get it back up there. Yeah. But I, I would suspect the, the majority of our, our listeners are consuming it via iTunes. Uh, yeah, for yeah. sure. Although the good news is, right, we have a new channel yep. for this episode, uh, first time, and that is? Google Play. That's right. Google Play uh, just announced, I want to say in early May, mm-hmm. we're bringing podcasts to Google Play Music. Yep. And like within hours, I said, hey, we got to do this. And it was the easiest process ever. It was, wasn't it? Yeah. And like literally in 15 minutes, you're like, we're up, we're in the store, it's good. Yeah, it was so. great, simple. If you're one of our millions of listeners and you're consuming this via Google Play, give us a note. And if you are one of the let's just be honest, billions of people who woke up bitterly disappointed in late April and early May when our show went missing. We apologize. Like, I anticipate we make mistakes as we learn how to do a podcast, and now we're trying different ways to promote it, and th- some will work and some some won't. I never anticipated that we would just disappear entirely. Yeah, yeah. didn't plan for that. Yeah, and in fact, right, we talked, like, a lot of podcasts do mini episodes, and we were like, I wonder if they're doing that just because they're worried that it's going to be so much time. Right. So, did you see the snacks in the kitchen today? No, did we get any ones? So, some important people came in for a meeting this morning, and so they got sweets at, like, one of the bakeries. Uh-huh. I ate, like, a cinnamon bun that was as big as my face. Is there still some in there? Yeah. Oh, okay. You can right, go, go check go. it out. Bye. All right. Thanks, JJ. Yep. Is that all you got? Let's begin, bro. Wiener, good to see you, first of all. Yeah, good to see you, we Pete. Had a, we had to reschedule this a couple times because uh, business is good here at Mindset Digital, and so we've got to do the work the clients are paying for before we get a record. Business it. is booming. Yeah. So, uh, folks, you'll remember, Wiener, you've been on the last two podcasts, yeah. our Snapchat episode and our live stream episode. That's right. You were on the mega stream, so you're really becoming like a minor celebrity <laughs> in the Mindset Digital <laughs> podcast of characters. <laughs> The podcast of characters, pretty good. <laughs> I remember when I sent out episode two, and I always sent out sort of a, a pre-draft for the team here to listen to before we decide to publish it. And I said, all right, let me know if there's any red flags or any gotchas or anything that has to be fixed before episode two, which is it's time to talk about Snapchat went out the door. And you responded after listening to it. <laughs> my, my Snapchat score is bigger now. <laughs> <laughs> that was the most concerning part of the episode for yeah. me. So I think it's like you were just under a certain level when we recorded it and you had just gotten over it and you wanted, you, you literally wanted to hold up the publication for that. So let's just start out by saying where, where, where is your Snapchat score? So I'm now at 15,616. Holy cow. And so that was about, um, I want to say eight weeks ago that episode went out hmm. and you were at, you were just under 14,000. Yeah. So it's so, pretty good. So you went uh, probably 1,200 increasing your score in about eight weeks. Yeah. That's yeah. Cool. So I did check with my daughter, and she just got on Snapchat after that episode. And so I checked this morning as to what her score was, and she's at 4,700. <laughs> oh, my God. In eight weeks. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I, what am I doing yeah. wrong? Like, I, I'm watching the stories. I'm sending more. Mm. I'm starting to chat more. I don't. I don't know what else I can do. I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. She doesn't just snap with one person. Like she's got like ten group snaps going on at any given time. Huh. I don't know if that's. Yeah, maybe I need to add more people. Mm. I think I have sent you uh, two snaps <laughs> since that episode. You have, yeah. This yeah. 
I'll start just adding you to all of my yeah. group. But I watch I watch your stories. Oh. Like when I knew you were going to that event at that brewery, I, I pulled up your story and took a look at that was neat. And huh. actually, that whole episode was about my worries as a parent <laughs> and. Watching my daughter's Snapchat stories kind of like keeps me looped in even a little bit more so. Hmm. Yeah. So I did ask her, has anybody done anything inappropriate since she got on? And she said, no. Hmm. I, I'm going to choose to believe that. So I, I honestly think, I mean, local news stories aside, because they always need something. I, I think that anymore, I mean, the disappearing photo and sex mm-hmm. aspect of it, I, I don't know anyone who still really cares about that for Snapchat. Not to say that you don't have to worry about that, but... That's I think, so 2013. Yeah, I mean, young people are just, they're just using the regular camera for that. Yeah. Well, we don't even need it to disip- disappear anymore. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. Well, the reason I wanted to talk to you again today about Snapchat was uh, right after that episode, or since that episode, I should say, not right after, uh, Snapchat had a big update. It did, I yeah. want you to tell me a little bit about what, what changed and what's new. Yeah, so they had... <laughs> They had their big Snapchat 2.0 or Chat 2.0 update. And so, yeah, right after that came out, we talked everything about Snapchat. They just revamped the entire app, uh, mostly in the, in the chat area. Mm-hmm. And they, they kind of turned it into this sort of play for becoming basically your entire phone, like almost like a mini OS, like operating under the guise of an app. And they're they're really trying to just get... Hmm? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I've, just, I've seen lots of people saying that, right? Yeah. Snapchat 2.0, it's a play for your whole phone. Mm-hmm. They're saying about Facebook too, right? Yeah. But I don't get it. <laughs> like, it, is it just that everything's in more one convenient parallel bit of real estate? It, it is and, and it isn't. And mm-hmm. I... Yeah, I don't. So I'll try to give my take on it, and it's probably going to either sound really ridiculous and hyperbolic, or yeah, I can't say that word. You can say hyperbolic. Hi- hyper- hyperbolic. Yeah. There we go. Or, but I, I really think uh, that. I'm sorry. Did you mean you couldn't pronounce it, or were you asking if like we're allowed to say it on, on the <laughs> I, podcast? I meant I couldn't pronounce it, okay. but I guess I should. Uh, can we say it on the podcast? Yeah, we okay. we can both say it, and you can pronounce it. Okay. I really think, though, that this is where, you know, I think, like, the future of mobile gets thrown around a lot, but I think this one is for real. Now, I still don't know how they're going to make money off it, but since I don't work for Snapchat, uh, that I don't really care. I yeah. think one way or the other, we're going to see this as the future of mobile. Yeah. So so what they've done for, for chat is they, they've kind of, they've really added to the features there. So you can make video or audio calls directly from the chat interface. You can add pictures from your camera roll from the chat interface, so you're not just restricted to snaps yeah. anymore. Yeah. You can add whatever you want in there. And then, you know, with that, you still have the full uh, markup features on those photos, so you can still draw on them, like yeah. make funny comments. Yeah. And there are you more c- filters were added. Yeah, they've been adding more lenses. I mean, they're, they're keeping on the ball with those. They've added video notes and audio notes. So there's mm-hmm. like, just you can record a short, you know, I think up to 10 second reaction. So if you're chatting and your friend, I, I think this is where it really all comes together, right? So you can, your friend can send you a snap and you can say, oh, that's interesting. So you'll switch to the chat and like send a quick little message back. They can then be like, oh yeah, that's kind of funny too. Send a reaction video themselves to that. Mm-hmm. You can then, you know, say like, whoa, that's where are they at right now? Mm-hmm. Pull up a video call right. see you know start talking to your friend so, so we can sort of interact in the slightly delayed real time that is snapchat and then if it gets intense i can be like i'm just calling him yeah you're just calling him but you're doing it from within snapchat once you're on that call you can pull up more pictures overlay them over the call to show your friend i mean i think this is really the closest to you know some sort of lifelike virtual interaction that we have right now yeah have you gotten calls on snapchat 
Um, I haven't done a lot of calls. Do we no. both have to be on at the same time? Like, if you're not on and I want to call you. Yeah, but so here, here's where it gets really funny. They, they not only, well, yeah, we will have to both be on. I'll have to accept it. But if I'm if I'm not on, it'll just give like an unavailable message yeah. to you. Yeah. If I am on and I silence you, it'll say I'm just not able to chat right now. Mm-hmm. So Snapchat is already looking out for me and or causing my social life all sorts of uh, assholes. From what I've seen, and I'm asking you to comment based on your personal experience, not that my experience of having sent two snaps since the last time we talked eight weeks ago <laughs> about this isn't great. Uh, but a lot of, of positive reaction to this upgrade. People were really happy with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I've seen that as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you, and this is, you know, do you send out, like, uh, pictures of you barfing rainbows and stuff? I do. Yeah. yeah. I use that one a lot. And what does it mean? I, I, I think it just means I'm, I'm so excited. I'm feeling things so deeply that yeah. this is the only way that it can come out of me right now. Was there, like, when the crew was up 4-1, to one, <laughs> I know you're a big soccer fan. Yeah. Big crew fan. Columbus till you die. Yeah. Glory to Columbus. They were up 4-1 to one on Saturday, you told me, and they ended up uh, blowing that lead. Yeah, it was a disappointing so, time. So if you were to Snapchat me, mm-hmm. your feelings at that time, what would it look like? It, it would be, uh, I don't know. I, I probably wouldn't be barfing rainbows, that, that's for sure. Barfing rainbows is good. I, I use it for good. Yeah. 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 It seems so silly. <laughs> and, and that just might be because I have, you know, a teenage daughter mm-hmm. using it. And, and I know you and you're silly <laughs> in a serious kind of way. <laughs> but like... Can it be used to express uh, a raw, sad emotion or real empathy? Well, I, I don't see why it couldn't. I mean, I, especially, I mean, they, you know, I think at this point they're really a communications platform, not so much, you know, this single featured app. So I. Yeah. But you're always using it with your friends. Yeah. So it's kind of inherently lighthearted. Yeah, it is for yeah. me. But again, I, I know I'm also older for the demographic i mean sure, i'm not right. you're 30 oh, right yeah. you're about two years away from really embracing the truth that all life is suffering and yeah. attachment so. is the cause of that right and so once that happens mm-hmm. my question is can snapchat still be relevant in your life i think it could i don't know if i personally will use it to use it for that yeah but i mean this is where i mean i'd be curious to see what you know yeah i mean i would, I would imagine for younger people i mean captures that whole that whole range of human emotion and yeah. i and i wondered i been thinking too. I mean, I wonder if that's why it catches on so much with young people is, you know, I mean, I think, you know, so much at that age is like kind of, there. I don't know how to put there, you know, there's like a lot of experimentation with, you know, how you talk with your friends in general and sort of, you know, you're really forming your own, yeah. your own Argo, your own like sort of right. in-group way of doing things. And I think Snapchat just gives you a really creative, open platform to kind of Find your own way with that. Did you say your own Argo, mm-hmm. like like the the movie? No, no, the our, hostages our, with <laughs> with, with, with a, a with a T. Matt Dillon's friend. Yeah, not Matt Dillon. Oh my Wait, gosh, ben, a total mom disease. Ben Ben Ma- Ben Affleck, <laughs> Matt Damon's friend. No relation to Matt Dillon. Although let's be honest, Matt Dillon would have really brought something to Argo he that would. maybe it lacked. I still would have seen that movie. Yeah. Okay. So what did you mean by Argo? Uh, you know, like like it's a well, like a like an in like a in in group like a click communication. Yeah, it's like a how's communi- it spelled? Like a r g o t. Ah, nice wiener. Yeah, Man, you are so smart. <laughs> this must be why you're doing so well here. So I yeah, so I I, I think maybe that 
also could be why it resonates so much with younger people. But I, I almost, you know, I, I feel like it's sort of become cliche at this point. Like, I don't know why Snapchat has to be relegated just to that crowd. I mean, I think there's a lot of interesting things that they're doing with how we talk to each other. And I, and again, I really do think one way or the other, these kinds of features are going to migrate up, whether it's on Snapchat or just within your phone. I do, I do see this trend a lot of, of some of the big networks, basically. They're all making a plan to be, they want to be everything on your phone, right? I wonder if they'll just start manufacturing phones. <laughs> That's just, right? Because really, if you think about it, they're in this, this world now where they can kind of sit back and let little independent app developers and entrepreneurs come up with great ideas mm-hmm. that they will then replicate and <laughs> add to their platform. Huh. All right, Wiener. Well, very good. It was good getting a chance to talk to you. I, yeah. This was super easy, I think. I don't know why we had to reschedule it four <laughs> times. <laughs> this was fun. And, and you're, uh, I'm assuming, on Snapchat like all day at work. Like your phone <laughs> is just there. Just constantly. Okay. So I, c- I, I do want to try that call thing out and see how yeah. it works. And so I may call you. I, I understand I'll be like four cubicles away. <laughs> but I'm going to give that a shot at some yeah. point when you least expect it. <laughs> all right, Wiener. Well, thanks for coming back on the show. Oh, you're, thank you, Pete. And just to clarify, you are now over fifteen thousand on your Snapchat. I am okay. fifteen. I am over fifteen thousand six hundred. Wow. I think we'll just have to always check in with your Snapchat <laughs> score on the podcast. So, all right. Toolman. Thanks for coming in. Okay. So joining me now is Mike, the Toolman Taylor. Mike, good to see you. You too, Pete. And uh, first of all, you've been on the road a little bit for us here, so I'm glad you're back in the office. Nice to be back. Always good to get home. Yeah. And then. Uh, just to recap, you had done a Tool Time segment for our last episode, Briavel, yep. and that uh, I listened to it. It sounded great. And literally about two <laughs> hours before we published the episode, the tool that we were talking about, which was Catch with a K, posted that they were going to cease operations. The kiss of death. You've heard of the Sports <laughs> Illustrated jinx. <laughs> right. Now we have the Tool Time jinx. It's like the opposite of the Taylor bump. <laughs> so the Tool Time jinx is real. I promised everyone you'd be back, even though it's a mini, mini episode, so I, didn't, I don't even know what we're talking about i just want you to recommend any tool it's tool man's choice we are going to talk about digo today d-i-i-g-o d-i-i-g-o and, and somebody may correct me but i'm pretty okay. sure that's the pronunciation digo okay and what is digo? that is online bookmark so social bookmarking yeah and the nice thing about that is it's something that somebody not somebody, something that everybody is already doing anyway. Okay. The difference is when you typically make a bookmark in your browser that stays in your browser on that computer. Yeah. If you move it to a tool like Digo, which is online bookmarking, you have the access to that information and those bookmarks anywhere in the world. Anywhere you go. And so is it like a, a browser add-on? It's not. Well, yes, it is. It, it can be. So you yeah. can do it manually. It's a lot more efficient and easier to do it with the add-on. Right. So it's similar to Buffer, which was kind of its own site. But once I installed it in Chrome, it, it really became part of how I, I browse the Much web. Much more efficient. Exactly right. Okay. So this is, you create an account at Digo. Digo, right. You can import your existing bookmarks, so you don't have to recreate anything. Yeah. Another great thing. And the big benefit is when you save a bookmark, at some point, everybody gets too many. Yeah. How do you organize those? It gets yeah. to be a challenge, though. Yeah. If, I, if I'm bookmarking something, do I put it in this folder or that folder? Yeah. The nice thing with this is you can tag items or bookmarks with as many tags as you want, so you're yeah. not limited and stuck to putting it just one folder. It can, it can be in many categories. Yeah. So it's sort of in, in, in sort of the way that Feedly lets you organize your feeds, yep. Digo lets you organize your, your bookmarks. How long have you been using it? 
Well, I started with Delicious way back oh, yeah. in the in the early days, yeah. and Delicious was really really great. And then they were sold to Yahoo yeah, or somebody. Something happened to them, right? They've been sold a couple times, and and I checked today just in preparation of talking about yeah. it. And there's ads on there, and it just looks like a yeah. a big mess. So yeah. uh, I'm still bummed that that they sort of ran that into the ground the yeah. way they did. Yeah, I, you know, and I don't I hate bookmarking with with what the browser offers. Right. Uh, you know, you're at work, you bookmark something for home, right. vice versa, you, you don't have access to it. So, you know, the other important point to note too is you can you can make them public or private. Right. So, there's some really smart people that I follow and I kind of oh, watch really? certain things that they tag. Yeah. So, if they're marking it and they flag it as good, it's probably good for me too, so you can get the nice. social aspect as well. Nice. So, this is um it's really like another inflow channel of it n- can be, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so do you have a public profile on that? I do. And and who are you on Digo? Uh, T Mike T. Just T like. Mike T, right? Cool. I'm going to check it out because I'll tell you what, like I, when I look at my bookmarks now, I kind of laugh because it's typically stuff I maybe bookmarked two and a half years ago. Sure. Just to read later. It, it wasn't even something that like I thought I needed to return to very often. I'm like, how do I just hold on to this so I, I don't lose it? Yeah, and it, it's 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 really handy. The the other thing that I've had happen to me is is you know computer dies or something. Yeah. yeah. Well, then if you're locked into that browser based thing, then all your bookmarks just died with it. So uh, lots of good things that you can do. And the other thing is, like I said, you're already doing this stuff anyway. It's yeah. not really any extra work. Yeah. And uh, you know some really nice to benefits. Set it up, right? Yep. So yep. That's the thing I noticed, and and. I know we've talked about this before, but you do these workshops for us here at the office. And even just looking at how you have PowerPoint set up in a very thoughtfully designed toolbar, I, I have to imagine your browser is the same, that you know you can pretty much with one click get get to Feedly, get to where, where you need I've to I've got my favorite sort of bookmarks and, and add-ins and stuff up there for sure. So yeah, nice. um, I like to say I'm efficient. Some may say lazy, but I think it's a fine line, right? Like Work yeah. smarter, not harder. Sure, but I, you know, the amount of of content that you're able to consume, comment on intelligently, and share back out is amazing, right? And and so, and I know you've been teaching us all the workflow, but I still look at what you're able to accomplish there, and I just think he must not sleep. <laughs> no, and I really sleep a lot. I treasure yeah. that a lot. So yeah, it's just really trying. I mean, this is. Something that's evolved over time, right? Yeah. So it's not a flip the switch kind right. of thing. You start one piece and that leads to another. And I think, you know, as long as if you're just curious about yeah. stuff, at least for me, it naturally leads me to, you know, how can yeah. I do this a little better, a little more efficient? And, you know, that's always been the key for me is just kind of always being curious. Yeah. And I like too, because a lot of these tools that you're sharing are really the, the, the Mike Taylor tested and approved updates to tools that we used to love, like Google Reader going out a bit, you know, right. they shut right. that down. And I right. was like, well, I guess I'm done with RSS, but now right. you got me to Feedly, and I, I like it better, you know? Delicious. There you go. There's another one, right? Yeah. Stumble Upon was one I think yep. used to yep. use, too. Yeah. And, and it's kind of interesting. Pinterest is is a sort of a social bookmarking-ish kind of thing. It's right. visual. Right. It, it's kind of similar. Not quite, but, you know, it's worth – some people like it like it better, but it's um, – either one of those is going to get you unlocked from being tied into your computer and your right. browser. Right. Okay. So Digo, D-I-I-G-O. And we'll check it out. We'll have some links in the show notes. And I'm just glad you're back on the podcast. <laughs> and let's hope they stay in business until yeah, the podcast like, comes out if, this time. If Digo goes out of business. Bonus. Yeah, and we're trying to push this one out quickly. So they got <laughs> to make it two more Good weeks. Good luck, folks at Digo. <laughs> <laughs> right. Mike the Toolman Taylor, thanks for coming in. Thanks, Pete. Something on the internet So joining me now is Emma, the soft-spoken intern. <laughs> and... You interned for us last summer. Yes. When we were downtown. Mm-hmm. 
and then you came back this summer. So there must have been something of value last summer. <laughs> what yep. was what was your favorite thing that you learned working with us last summer? I don't know. It's a tough one. I enjoyed taking pictures, being your handy helper. Yeah, that's always good. And then um, also, right, shared that space with a law firm, and I told you how to go get the good coffee from them. Yeah, we did our little sneak mission. That was good. And so now you are a junior. Are you going into I'm your going senior into year? Going into my senior year. At James Madison? Yes. Is that right? Mm-hmm. The Dukes? Yeah, JMU okay. Dukes. And then you, um, and tell me what you're studying. School of Media Arts and Design integrated advertising and corporate communication okay it's a mouthful i don't want to say what what do you want to do with it but that this is really about digital communications yeah yeah right and you just studied a semester in london is Mm -hmm. that right and uh, you had a good time is what i heard so fun okay very good because i know you were busy not buying us souvenirs (laughs) i didn't have enough room in my suitcase okay so i did uh, part of your assignment was you had to listen to our podcast yes and really that was probably easy because probably when the podcast comes out everyone at jmu is talking about it yeah it's all over right everyone's talking about it in the dorms they're just running up and down the hall going your new mindset digital podcast is out (laughs) and then they're like (laughs) running to their computer and they're like emma knows those guys and everyone's like no Is that true? That's exactly what happens. You've listened to the podcast. You know how this works, right? Yes. And you have to find something here on the internet that's going to make me laugh. So can you tell me what we're we're about to look at? Um, So we're about to watch Twitter made this promo video, Why You Should Work at Twitter. And it's kind of just a really, on purpose, badly made video. Okay. So I thought it'd be funny for you since you make videos <laughs> i gotcha so this is and this is on youtube right now it's called at twitter the future is you looks like it has 1.1 million views let's go ahead and fire it up okay hey everyone this is pete this is not the Pete that's in the recording studio uh, watching that video with Emma. This is the Pete about a week and a half later trying to get the podcast edited and out the door. I'm just talking to you from the future for a moment because, well, we always wondered what would happen in this segment if the thing that I had to look at on the internet didn't make me laugh at all. And now we know the answer. And the answer was, I felt terrible about not laughing. And uh, after this video completes, I recorded probably another 12 to 15 minutes of interview with Emma, the soft-spoken intern, where I was uh, trying to talk about the things that were funny in the video that just didn't make me laugh out loud and the kinds of things that she should study and where she should go and visit. And basically just made a mess of things, completely discombobulated. The video is uh, got funny moments in it, and I think you might enjoy it. We will uh, include a link to it in the show notes, but I thought I would spare you three and a half minutes of you just barely hearing the video playing in the background while I stand and watch it in, in utter and total silence. Good times. Nice. Okay. Very good. <laughs> you didn't think it was that funny. No, it was. Okay, so... <laughs> Let me just describe this experience. <laughs> it, it, th- so they're trying to make like a, a really bad old school recruiting video, right? Yeah. And so it was really funny. Like things were mistimed. It was kind of lame. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, and it looked like fun. It made it, made it be a fun, a fun place to work. Okay, yeah. so but that's good. Twitter.com backslash jobs at join the flock on Twitter. And that was a, it's a funny video. You know what? I, here's, 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 here's the thing. I think it would have been a funny 60 second video. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? At three minutes and, and 18 seconds or three minutes and change there. Like like that one joke doesn't quite have enough legs to carry it through. Mm. Yeah. Did you laugh when you saw it or were you just I like, see, this I is like actually, my tenth time seeing it? Yeah. The like, first time I watched it, I laughed. Yeah, a lot. sure. Are you gonna apply for a job at Twitter? Who knows? You should totally. <laughs> you get free t shirts. And a you? bottle of wine. You're gonna be twenty one, <laughs> I was told like in a week or two, yeah, right? Next, actually a week from today. Nice, yeah. So you're all set. So apply for a job at Twitter. <laughs> it looks like fun. Yeah. Okay, uh, how do you feel like this podcast experience has gone for you so far? Pretty good. I thought you were going to laugh more. Uh-huh. But. but I'll tell you what. It's definitely worth putting a link to it in the show notes. And it's okay. definitely worth not cutting the segment entirely and finding something else. <laughs> so so I think that, that, that hits on a couple of, couple of uh, things. All right. So Emma, the soft-spoken intern, I appreciate <laughs> you coming in, first of all. And, Thanks for and having me. bringing in something funny. Uh, <laughs> You know, this I might wake up like in the middle of the night and think, think of funny. part of that video, and I'll go. Actually, that was pretty good. Was pretty I think cool. we've only if mindset did a video like that. Come work at mindset <laughs> like that, but we would just do a video, and it would look like that. You have the space goat. Yeah. yeah, but I think you should definitely apply. I think it's you'll have to go move to San Francisco though. I think you have to apply with like probably 140 character. Why? Why I should work there? You know what do I mean? you think you could do that? I don't know. That'd be hard. You'd have to be creative. I think. I struggle with it all the time. I try and promote our podcast in 140 characters. Has it been working? Well, you know, we have millions and millions and millions of listeners. So I would say yes. Almost as popular as Serial. We're just up there. We're right up there. Most people, same breath, will mention our two shows. All right. Emma, thanks for coming in. Thanks, thanks for, for bringing me. that. Um, <laughs> I hope this was a positive <laughs> experience for you and that, that your intern continu- internship continues to play out well here. And Okay. Emma, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. All right, everybody, that's our show. But before we go, and I hate to end an episode on a, on a downer note, but I think it warrants mentioning, as we were pulling this episode together, that Alan Young passed away at the age of 96. Alan Young played Wilbur Post on the TV show Mr. Ed. And podcast listeners know that in episode three, I introduced the office millennials to Mr. Ed. Hello, I'm Mr. Ed. Much hilarity ensued, which I like to think Alan Young would have been pleased with. I think my favorite thing about the Mr. Ed show was that only one time during the entire five-year series did they really even address how it was that Mr. Ed was a talking horse. And it was in the pilot or the first episode, and Wilbur says to Mr. Ed, this is fantastic, how is this happening, when he's talking to him. And Mr. Ed just says, don't try to understand it, it's bigger than both of us. And that's it. They never return to that question for the rest of the series. Okay, lots of people to thank today. Here's Bria Val with the outro. Well, listen to this. I am Mr. Ed. This episode of the Mindset Digital Podcast was produced by Pete Brown and Jessica James and featured Matt Wiener, Mike Taylor, Emma Cleave, and me, Bria Val Schultz. Some music in today's episode came from the website audionautics.com and is licensed under Creative Commons 3.0. Brian Hake and Kevin Davison created our interstitials. If you like the show, please let us know by leaving a review on iTunes or reach out directly at podcast at mindsetdigital.com or tell your friends or your coworkers or the people on the bus. Let, 
Maybe, maybe not the people on the bus because nobody wants a stranger talking to them when they're on the bus. Just a few weeks until our next episode, everyone. Thanks for listening. Sign off of your choosing. Wait, what does that mean? Oh, got it. Good times, everyone. Good times. Oh, shout.